So if you didn't see it, the Drop Mix Super Hype Train episode went out. I will link it in the description. I am so fucking excited for Drop Mix. I would talk about it on this show, but I would not stop talking about it if I did. And I also wanted to say thank you so much to Harmonics for, you know, mentioning the fact that we did this show. It's so awesome. And secondly, you may notice that this is coming out a day early. This show is going to be coming out on Sundays in the morning, or at least Sundays Australian time. Uh, mainly just because there's lots of other awesome Australian shows that go out on Mondays and less competition. It's easier to promote it because, you know, I'm not at work. And also, since I am coming out on Sunday, I can tell you about a thing that is happening in a few hours after this is going out. The Inconsolables are going to be doing a live show for their 50th episode. It will be starting at 2pm Australian Eastern Standard Time. I will leave a link to their Twitch channel. Go and check them out. But first, how about we do this episode of my show? My name is Sam Hark and welcome to the Vivuki cast number 18, which is entitled Secret Illuminati Fan Club because it's all about conspiracies and everything. And we're going to be talking about Lady Layton, which is so awesome because it's like my first review copy of anything. Uh, so thank you so much to the 8 bit uh, fellas for that one. And we're also going to be talking about yesterday, which is... So, yeah, we're going to get to that. But let's start off with the stuff that I've done this week. So there isn't a whole lot that I can talk about them because I've, I've been kind of working on helping the inconsolables out by trying to help them make a theme. And I've been busy with, like, cooking and stuff for a science thing. And I've just been completely wiped. So, I haven't really done a whole lot. The main thing that I've been doing is I've been trying to catch up with uh, Rick and Morty. Came back for third season. Uh, Netflix, apparently, it's apparently a one-week delay for Netflix, which kind of sucks. But to be honest, I'm kind of... Like, I'm, I'm used to being in a situation where it's, like, several months. So, I'm kind of okay with that. Uh, it's a fantastic show. It's kind of weird. It's one of those shows I feel like... It's one of the very few tethers I have to, you know, like the normal people pop culture thing. Like, it's just the one mainstream thing that I have apart from, I guess, American Horror Story, even though I'm weaning off that. Uh, You know, because everyone on this kind of show would be just like, oh my god, Game of Thrones, did you see the thing? And I'm like, I don't watch that show because it seems to be about politics and history and epic fiction and those are a kind of a few things that I'm just like not really interested in so yeah Rick and Morty freaking awesome uh I, I love it because it, it's not only sci-fi stuff and it's not only you know vulgar comedy and it's like in my opinion, good vulgar comedy. Like, I've seen some of South Park, and it just seems to be like, oh my god, puke, oh my god, abortions, isn't this quite funny, ha 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 ha. Like, I'm not offended by it, I just don't see how it's amusing. It's It seems to just be, let's put something offensive on, people will laugh at how offensive it is, which, I don't know, I mean, maybe I, I shouldn't be dismissing it, because I do love Cards Against Humanity. But at least Cards Against Humanity, you know, is a community game. It's not just someone shouting, you know, 
crap, crass stuff at you for no reason. Um, but, like, it's got all that, but it's also a bit philosophic and a bit existential, which I kind of like because I'm interested in those topics. Uh, yeah, so, so I only like it for the intellectual parts. I don't like it for the vulgar humor. No, but it's, it's really cool. I'd very much suggest you try it out, and that is, like, all the stuff that I've done. So I guess we're going to move on to news. I'm so happy because they have released an Overwatch, like, official animation with Junkrat, so I'm just, I'm just really happy about that. It's an introdu- introduction to a new map, actually. We have Junkertown, which is the origin of Junkrat and Roadhog, and it's kind of supposed to be Australia, but kind of Mad Max, a thing blew up and made everyone crazy kind of thing, which does, I guess, call into question how we also have a Lucio Ball map that is just, you know, normal Sydney. I don't know. So, I'm just enthusiastic about that, just kind of generally. And also, while I'm on the topic, I only just watch this because most of the time when we see developer updates, I usually go, eh, whatever, someone's getting buffed slightly, someone's getting half a second shaved off there, whatever. They've made some huge changes. They are making Mercy not have a resurrect alt, but have a resurrect ability. And they're giving her kind of a super mode of being able to fly around and being able to do extra healing, extra fighting and stuff. I don't know. I'm interested. I'm interested to see how a resurrect will work as an ability. Because the thing is, I totally get some of the problems that people have with Mercy and the developers seem to have with Mercy where it's kind of this thing where you have an alt and you're kind of completely uncertain of when to use it. Like, I think more so than any other ability, it's one of those alts that is so situational that it becomes kind of paralyzing to use it. So I think it will be very interesting to see how freeing it up will work. Having said that, I'm not as enthusiastic about the alt because, I don't know, I mean, the the ones that just seem to, like, buff characters out the wazoo for like a limited amount of time are just kind of like yeah that's that's all right but it's not really as iconic like especially as the resurrect because with the resurrect it kind of cements mercy as like a healing like not healing exclusive you can fight but it's like so focused on healing that it goes to this over-the-top resurrection level I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see how it works. I like the idea of yeah, I like the idea of resurrect as an ability. I'm not sure about the alt. Uh so apparently fidget spinners have just gone too far and it's just become a gaming thing. There's now like a Bluetooth gaming fidget spinner and I don't know. I just wanted to mention it because I'm so, like, emotionally worn out by fidget spinners because on one hand, I want to defend them so fiercely. It's just one of those things, I think, where it's become such a cultural phenomenon that you hear about it so much that it's hard to not get sick of it. But I do feel bad because I, just generally, I think fidget spinners are fantastic for stress relief, but it is kind of one of those things that has gotten so out of hand that it is one of those things that people will, like, legitimately judge you negatively and think, oh, you're, like, some big kid or whatever for using it. 
which sucks. I just really would have, would have preferred it if it could have just remained a thing. And, I mean, it, it doesn't solve, like, all, you know, mental issues and all stimming and all that kind of stuff. But to be in a, in a situation where it's become mainstream, which is fantastic, and now it's fallen out of favour, I don't know, it, it feels bad. And I hope people at some point in the future won't judge people negatively for using fidget spinners as, like, kids or whatever when, you know, there's actual need for it. Okay, so the last thing we have to talk about is Crackdown 3. First off, with Crackdown 3, it has been delayed. The devs have specifically said, we need more time to create the game that we think players deserve, that kind of thing. Which, let's let's start off by saying, that's fine. People are more than willing to oblige with that kind of mentality. Pretty much everyone is of the mindset of we would rather a really good game than you know a okay too bad game you know that, that's obviously always going to be the case and most people believe that kind of irrespective of when it is released now the problem is that that is not always an infinite resource i guess in my opinion so, like, for example, Scalebound. Scalebound was delayed, it was delayed, 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 and it got to the point where they had delayed it so much, and they had bigged it up so much, and Microsoft was trying to have such a big vision so that they could have this really amazing, crazy exclusive that it ended up just being a complete pit of money that was constantly eating more money, and then they just had to shut it down. So, that, that's definitely one possible problem. Crackdown 3, I mean, I'd, I'd argue that it's probably still going to come out. It's been in development for ages. And I, in a similar vein to Scalebound, I will say straight up, I think that Crackdown 3 might be a little bit too ambitious. The reason is, to just go into a bit of detail with the actual game... The thing that's kind of a crazy selling point is you have these completely destructible buildings in the city. If you see something, you can destroy it into kind of like EDBD pieces. The problem with that is that it is using a lot of resources in the cloud. So it's lots of, uh, you know, sending things into the internet and getting stuff back. And that is, I think, going to be pretty terrible on Australian internet. I'm going to try and play it. I definitely want to. Uh, but I'm definitely going to hope that that kind of stuff can be controlled in the settings. Because I think that could get very uh, buffery and very frozen very quickly. So, and it's one of those things where it looks very cool. I just really hope that they don't go completely overboard and ruin everything. The thing is that this delay is not simply just we need a little bit more time in fact i'm i'm honestly surprised that they didn't kind of go through with it like it it must be in a bit of a uh bad state if we're in a position where it's going to be delayed probably 3 or 4 actually probably close to half a year so firstly that's concerning and secondly this game was supposed to be an Xbox 1X launch title and it really doesn't bode well to the release of the Xbox One X because I very much feel like the Xbox One X 
is kind of it's not doomed to fail but it hasn't had the best start because we have been in this generation of PlayStation 4 and Xbox One and people have very much preferred the X... Uh, the, no, they fucking haven't preferred the Xbox One. They've preferred the PlayStation 4 because it had so many more interesting games. The problem is that Xbox One and X doesn't seem to be adding a whole lot of extra games. It seems to be adding features, but those features might be exclusive to certain games. And I don't know, I, I just kind of look at this release... And I'm I'm not going to deny that I'm not a marketing expert, but I just look at it and I see we're going to be re-releasing games. We're going to have some exclusives, but most of it is going to also be coming to PC. I mean, hell, we had like Final Fantasy, which was an exclusive in and of itself, coming to PC, which is 170 gigs for the thing. That's in a whole nother fucking can of worms, though. And... Yeah, I just don't see how it is going to attract people. It's it's bigging up the whole kind of stats thing of like, you can play in 4K and in 60 frames a second kind of thing. But I don't see how that's going to grab someone who's looking for just cool games to play. And I, 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 just, don't, I just don't see how Microsoft is going to get more people because they don't release exclusive games. They release like soft exclusives in the sense that, you know, you can get it on PC or Xbox One. You can't get it on PlayStation 4, but you can get it on PC anyway. So I don't see how they're really getting a good market through that. Yeah, I mean, the the problem I think from the start has just been that they haven't had that many good games. They're bringing out some cool games, ones that are not exclusive completely to the Xbox. And and I think it is worth noting that they are producing good games, but they're producing good games that are mostly kind of getting picked up on PC, I'd, I'd guess. So, yeah, I mean, Microsoft, good job for the games industry in general. But I don't like your odds in the console market. I, d- I don't know. We'll have to see how things go. Uh, I'm not confident for them. I don't really have anything to add. How about we just move on to Lady Leighton, Ketriel, and the Millionaire's Conspiracy as a review thing. Let's go. First up, much love, stay hungry to Brendan from 8-Bit, not only for giving me a place to send my written reviews, but hooking me up with a review copy of Lady Leighton, Catriel, and The Millionaire's Conspiracy. Also, let's set some things straight. This is an iOS review, as the 3DS version is yet to come out. So, to all you future people, one, please send me a review copy of Drop Mix just into the past. I'd very much appreciate it, but more relevantly, two, If you're wondering if you should get this game on 3DS, get your shakers ready because this review may need to be seasoned with a few grains of salt. Level 5 have said that it should be the same game, but I mean it's pretty cheap in comparison, so call me a skeptic. Let's just go to the review. So as a returning fan to the Professor Layton franchise, we're going to be splitting this review into the stuff from the old games and the new updates which, shockingly enough, coincides with the stuff that I liked versus the stuff that I didn't. 
Who'd have thunk it? As before, Leighton exists in an alternate universe where communism won and the pound sterling was destroyed and people subsist on the hint coin currency and bartering puzzles. So you got your lateral puzzles, your logic puzzles, and oh dear god, the sliding tile puzzles. Puzzles to prove you are worthy of being a detective, and puzzles to uncover testimony, and of course the ever amusing, this reminds me of a puzzle thing. Oh looky here, a coke bottle full of yellow liquid. This reminds me of a lovely puzzle about public urination. Puzzles, 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 puzzles. Yeah, it's just puzzles spiralling all the way down. Yes, and the lovely aesthetic and thematic cuteness and quirkiness made the transition over as well. But let's move on to the new stuff. It's worth putting out there that this game is the first in the main latent series to feature on mobile, and it shows. Simply put, the departures are pretty obviously aimed squarely at drawing in some of the emerging mobile gamer crowd. Yeah, and let's also just ignore the fact that anything that works on a handheld device should probably also work for mobile, shall we? The story, which is usually an overarching mystery, has been chopped up into a dozen cases. I'm just going to put this simply, I love the overarching cases of the old Leighton with the melancholy laced with charm and positivity endings, a case that raises more questions as the whole thing twists and turns and eventually unfurls in this emotional crescendo. Lady Leighton, by contrast, feels like a mediocre anime. Its 12 episodes potter around in circles creating somewhat interesting plot lines in and of themselves, but with 12 stupidly saccharine endings to 12 essentially throwaway cases, it's kind of hard to get invested into any one tale. And the last case really leans into the whole anime cliche with a bit of, shall we say, sudden finale syndrome where the plot goes all dramatic and the stupid twists and turns that have absolutely no lead up just get clumsily fired off before an asinine emotional climax just sorta happens. So yeah, if you are new to Leighton, firstly, I'm surprised you're interested in the game at all. Like, most of the people who are into this were probably going to be returning fans. The new people will find an approachable game, hopefully one that will get them into the better games. But the people who actually already know the quality standard of these games, you're just probably going to want to bury yourself in nostalgia of previous, better, Leighton games. And now let's talk about yesterday. Oh, what the hell happened here? Yesterday is one of those games that I've always thought actually looked pretty cool. And since I'm trying not to throw away all my money, I figured, hey, I already bought it. I can find a tenuous link to Lady Leighton. Let's just give it a roll. Yesterday focuses on... Oh god, I can't go on with this shit. It's shit, okay? It's shit. I like to leave it for the final verdict, but oh my god, what happened? I mean, let's consider the moral message the devs put forward. Homeless people are unfortunate souls. Be kind to them as you would your own. Five minutes in, and a homeless cult leader is talking to a crowd of mannequins and ordering a character who's later referred to as a crazy hobo to keep a gun trained on you. Bonus points for the fact that you are tricking the hobo by giving him a a fake toy phone claiming to have someone on the line and watching him have an emotional one-sided conversation implying that he might be suffering from psychosis and you're just trying to take advantage of him. What a just lovely, lovely fucking portrait of the homeless that's just mentally disabled bedraggled hermits that you can just take advantage of. Just good stuff. The plot is alright, even though it's a little bit all over the place. You're the mysterious John yesterday who has amnesia because... 
just why not at this point? And there is a whole plot of people getting murdered related to satanic rituals, and so you're kind of a bit of an Indiana Jones kind of dude, and stuff happens. The plot basically feels like it's just taking too many drinks, and it's just careening in tone and in genre. It could be argued that, yeah, this is to serve the plot, it's all crazy, and you don't know what to expect. Counter-argument, there's a really stereotypical Indian spiritual monk teacher type person who has just saved you from a near-death experience and gives you a spiritual mission to better expand your abilities, which he just refers to as a mindfuck. The puzzles range from alright to unreasonable trash. For example, the first puzzle in the game is a locked gate. Do you look for the key? Well, no. Maybe you force it open. Well, good luck with that. Do you try and climb the gate? Well, dude, what about all the thorny vines up the top? Well, I've got a cutter. Can I just cut the vines? Well, you have a cutter, but it's insufficient. The obvious answer? Cut off a bit of can, slide it into the connection between the arm and the lock mechanism, and unlock it like that. Of fucking course. Clearly the devs were trying to corner the secret agent market or some shit. And while we were at it, I was hammering the clue button and some of the clues are just fucking useless. I pick up a bag of corn. What do I do next? The hint says, you can use the corn. Holy shit. And here I was thinking of having popcorn and or jumping off a tall building in resignation. But I have seen the light and hopefully we'll find something to use for it before I hit the soon to be bloody pavement after jumping off a tall building in resignation. Basically, yesterday it has some cool stuff suffocating under the weight of all the crap stuff. I'd like my four hours back, please. And with that, we have reached the conclusion of another episode of the Vivid Geekcast. Thank you everybody for watching, thank you to the AGPN for the support, thank you to friends and family. I don't know why I'm going into all the general people that I'm thankful for having in my life, but thank you for existing, thank you for watching. We've got some, we've actually got some really cool stuff planned for the next episode, so we are going to uh, just end this one here so I can start working on it or something. Th yeah, that's it. Piss off. No, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that. Thank you so much for watching. And goodbye morning, night, afternoon, whatever is you. I thought I made a catchphrase at some point. Did I make a catchphrase at some point? Like geek on? Or like shine on you beautiful dogs or something?